0: EO Fire, 1,273.
1: Just because somebody wants to work with you doesn't mean that you want to work for them.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and ignite it's a beautiful thing when your customers want to pay. But what if they could pay every way? With Braintree, they can. To learn more, visit BraintreePayments.com slash fire. <laughs> Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Danny DePiro. Danny, are you prepared to ignite? I am. Yes. Danny is an author, blogger, and designer living in a suburb of Washington, DC. In 2009, she launched the website positivelypresent.com with the intention of sharing her insights about living a positive and present life. She's the author of Stay Positive, the Positively Present Guide to Life, and a variety of ebooks. Danny, take a minute, fill in any gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life.
1: Um, you covered a lot of it. Um, I spend most of my time blogging, writing, and designing. Um, as you said, I'm an author and, um, I also do graphic design work on the side. And that was something I started after, um, I launched my career with Positively Present. So that's sort of been a side thing that turned into actually a much bigger thing.
0: Well, we're going to be talking about a lot within your journey today, Danny, but even before we go back into the past, I kind of want to talk about the present because you're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. Fire Nation is made up of sidepreneurs, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs who are rocking and rolling. But one thing that we all are looking to do is find ways to increase our revenue, to generate revenues, create viable businesses. So how do you, Danny DiPiro, generate revenue today?
1: Today I generate revenue through book sales, ebook sales, and through my design work. Um, so it's kind of a variety of different things.
0: You definitely want to have fire nation different ways of money's coming in, not all of those eggs in one basket because if one of those baskets gets dropped, all the eggs break, not a good thing in any way shape and form. So Danny definitely love all those different streams of income. But now we are going to go back to the past because you've had your ups, you've had your downs. I mean, you launched this blog back in 2009. Can you believe that's like eight, seven, actually six years ago. But I mean, it's been around for a long time. I mean, that is crazy talk. Let's talk about what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So Danny, take us to that moment in time. Tell us the story of what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment.
1: Well, I think one of the most difficult challenges I've had is um, learning to deal with individual clients um, because I started out primarily as a writer, um, which is pretty much a solo situation working by myself. I mean, obviously, I had feedback from my editors and publisher. Um, but for the most part, I kind of decide what I want to write about. And I do that um, when I'm working with clients for design work. However, it's a little bit different. And I think one of the trickiest parts is figuring out whether a client is a good fit for me. I think instinctually, I kind of think, oh, well, I'll take whatever work comes my way and you you get excited about a project. Um, or you think if a client has come to you that they, you know, know that they're a good fit, but that's not always the case. And I think one of the most challenging moments I've had as an entrepreneur is realizing that I ended up hiring, um, a client, or a client hired me to work with them, even though I knew sort of from the beginning that this person probably wasn't the best fit. Um, the client just really did not know what she wanted and had no experience with what she was working on, um, which made it really difficult for me um, to work with her. Um, she was extremely demanding of my time and sort of expected me to drop everything to work on her project. Um, which is not ideal, um, you know, when you're working, you know, as we just talked about on a variety of different things, um, you need to sort of manage your time accordingly. And I think I could tell from the get-go when I started first emailing with this client that she wasn't an ideal fit, um, but I went with it anyway. And I think that to me – it was one of the worst moments I had because I ended up working for a long time on this project with her um, and it was very time consuming, um, not very profitable for me, but I definitely learned a really good lesson that, um, you know, it's not always just about the client hiring me. It's also about me seeing if the client yeah. is a good fit for what I do and for me as a person.
0: How did that end?
1: It ended, you know, finishing up the work and you know moving on. And I mean, there was there was no real major conflict, um, at least from the client's point of view. It was more from my point of view that it, it was just a project that I shouldn't have taken on. Um, it wasn't it wasn't the right fit. And um, I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs have that, um, especially early on. You know, you want to take as much work as you can, and you want to have as many clients as you can. Um, but sometimes, you know, the client isn't right for you.
0: Did that client ever come back to you for more work?
1: No, she has not, (laughs) which has been good.
0: Well, is it good or would you just really have an easy time now saying no?
1: You know, I definitely would have an easy time saying no. Um, You know, I prefer not to have to say no to clients. So the fact that, you know, I don't know if she realized that she wasn't a good fit. I think one of the things was she was really unsure where she was going with her project. Um, And so I have a feeling that it hasn't quite Taken off yet? Because I haven't seen any any of my work that I've done or anything about her project um, online or anywhere. So um, my guess is either you know she decided to go a different way um, with what she was doing, or just hasn't gotten around to finishing it yet.
0: So one thing that pops up to me right here is Fire Nation. It's great for you quickly as possible to establish a referral network because, yeah, this might not be the perfect client for Danny or even a good client for Danny, but it might be for somebody else. You just never know. So having a referral network, you can actually recommend this client to somebody else, it allows you to not say just a flat out no to this person and say, you know what, I just, I'm just i busy right now, I have a full slate, this isn't the right project for us to work on together at this time. Let me introduce you to a couple other people that maybe you can chat with and see if it's the right fit. So something to think about, Fire Nation, and plus you know you can get a referral commission for that as well, so you can actually be making actual revenue from not doing anything except making an introduction. So things to think about. And something else that I really want to hammer home that Danny talks about here. Is Fire Nation all we have is time. Time is such a precious commodity. And I get it. You know, we're starting, we have somebody that wants to give us money. Like, we're not gonna say no. I mean, that's just against all of our instincts and intuition. But it really shouldn't be because all you have is time. And you're getting into this entrepreneurial venture because you want the freedom to work on things that excite you, that are you're passionate about, that you're inspired by. So, when Danny had that red flag go up early on that this might not be the right person, you know, her gut, her instincts were telling her, maybe no, listen to those instincts, Fire Nation. That's why we've done now over 1200 episodes where it's so obvious that when the guests that I have on, successful entrepreneurs, don't follow their intuitions, it's usually showing up in the worst entrepreneurial moment here. So, Danny, that's what I took away from your story. What do you, in just one sentence, want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your worst entrepreneurial experience?
1: Just because somebody wants to work with you doesn't mean that you want to work for them and you have to figure out what's a good fit um, and worthy of your time.
0: Danny, let's shift because I really want Fire Nation to get a sense of your journey as an entrepreneur. And those have ups as well as downs. And we just shared a tough time but let's share an epiphany, an aha moment, a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. And you've had a lot of these, Danny. But what's one story that you think is going to resonate with Fire Nation, entrepreneurs, sidepreneurs, entrepreneurs? Take us to that moment, Danny, and tell us that story.
1: I think the biggest sort of aha moment I had was actually right when I started PositivelyPresent.com um, or actually right before I started it. Um, I was kind of at a low point in my life. I wasn't happy with my job. Um, I wasn't feeling very fulfilled in my relationships or with myself. Um, and so I'd been reading a lot of happiness blogs and trying to figure out, okay, what could make me happy? And what happened when I was doing this was that I, I began to realize that it wasn't really just happiness that I wanted to have, but I needed to have a positive attitude Um, because for me, it, it hit me that happiness is a temporary state. It's a great state to be in, but it's not something that we're always in. And it's not something you can experience at all times. But Positive thinking, on the other hand, can always be experienced in good times, bad times. You can try to find the best in a situation. And it was when I realized this that I was like, you know what? Maybe I should write about this. Um, I didn't have a blog or anything at that point, um, but I see, saw all these other happiness bloggers, and I thought, well, what if I, you know, sort of had a different spin on it, talked more about positive thinking, um, and shifted the conversation a little bit. And that's when I decided to launch Positively Present. And I think, you know, the concept of happiness versus positivity is really important at work, too, because I think people think whether they're an entrepreneur or, you know, just working their nine to five job, they're sort of seeking happiness. Um, But you're not going to be happy at work. All the time, no matter what you're doing, even if you love your job, um, it's just not gonna happen. Um, Work is hard, (laughs) no matter what it is, but you can always be positive and you can always try to find the good in a situation. And I think realizing that um, not only changed um, my life in general, but it, it changed the way I think about business and about work.
0: What's so powerful about this for me is that Fire Nation, Danny was searching for happiness and she stumbled upon these happiness blogs and was reading, but she said, you know, there seems to be a void, something that's kind of missing here. So she decided to scratch her own itch and she shifted the conversation. Like I love how you said that, shifted the conversation to positive thinking because happiness isn't always going to be present in every moment of every day. But you do have control of the positive thinking and the positive thought process. And so seeking happiness, you know, wasn't really working for her, but thinking positive was. So Danny, how did you kind of shift that conversation? Like I just love that phrase that you use, but dig a little deeper on that. Like what exactly did you shift it to?
1: What I realized when I was reading a lot of blogs is that a lot of people that wrote about, um, happiness and, and even positivity in, in some places seem to be generally very optimistic people sort of at their baseline. I think we all sort of have a baseline of, you know, sort of the way we're born, whether we're happier or more positive or more negative. I tend to default to the negative. Um, and so that's where I kind of came in with positively present, um, was the idea of, okay, I generally think negative, <laughs> negatively. I tend to worry about the future. I tend to think a lot about the past, even though I know staying present is so important. So what I'm going to do with this website is talk about my personal experiences with trying to get to a more positive and present state, even when that's not something that comes easily to me. Um, because I do feel like for some people, It comes very easily and, and that's great. And they're very lucky. Um, but for a lot of people, they struggle and they get frustrated and they give up and they say, well, I, I'm not going to be happy or I can't be positive. Um, you know, I, I have tried and it doesn't work. And, and I had been there for a while myself. So I really wanted to share my experiences with day to day situations I encountered or, you know, finding other, other people's resources and then sort of looking at them in a new way and, and trying to, to really make it a down-to-earth type of resource for people to find ways to be more positive and stay more in the moment.
0: Now, you said that you wanted to be unique with your blog, with your voice, with your message. Why was that important to you?
1: Um, well, I think there's a lot in the lifestyle well-being, mindfulness space. Um, and I think it wasn't so much necessarily about being unique. I think it's more about being relatable because one of the things that I struggled with when I started sort of doing research and looking into being more positive and being more present is I felt um, that a lot of people that wrote about it and talked about it seemed almost like they were gurus on the subject or had, you know, gone to, you know, meditation retreats for months at a time and, and sort of fully immerse their lives into... Everybody
0: this. was best friends with Deepak Chopra, basically.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, which is great. And yeah. Sounds really cool. But for the average person, that's not necessarily the case. And I think when you, you know, make it something that people can do in small doses or show them how I've tried to be more positive in a negative situation. Um, I think that's much more relatable for people. And that's kind of what I was looking for and didn't really see when I was searching for things online. So I think, you know, it's kind of, I guess, that business mentality of where can I fill a void um, and, you know, help people because that's really what I want to do too is, you know, share my experiences so that they'll help other people.
0: Now, you said that you default to the negative. Can that actual default switch be flipped in your experience, in your beliefs?
1: I don't know if it can be completely flipped. Like I still find myself being negative. Um, I think what changes is being able to counter those negative thoughts with positive ones or to not give them as much weight um instead of dwelling on the negative things, um, say, okay, like I see how that situation could go wrong, but it could also go right. Um sort of trying to see both sides and have a little bit more balance. Um, you know, I don't think that I'm ever gonna have, you know, just completely positive thoughts. And I, I don't think anybody does. If they say they do, they're probably not telling the truth. (laughs) Um, So, but I think it's it's more coping with negative thinking and trying to sort of overcome it is more of what I personally want to do.
0: So bringing it back to your aha moment, what's the one takeaway that you want Fire Nation to really just get from your story?
1: The one thing would be to really pay attention to what Spark something in you and excites you. Um, and that's kind of how I've done a lot of things with, with my business as a whole. I mean, when I find something that really speaks to me, or I'm like, wow, I've never thought of that before, or I've never heard anybody put it that way before, like go with that, um, because other people will relate to it and other people will connect with it. Um, you know, being genuine, being who you are, not trying to fit into some sort of mold, I think is really important, especially for entrepreneurs.
0: Deanna, you have a lot of strengths and we're going to talk about one or two of them in a minute here. But what would you consider your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur?
1: I think my biggest weakness would probably be spending too much time on projects that I get really excited about. Um, and that's not entirely a bad thing, but when, you know, as we talked about, I'm managing a variety of different aspects of my work life. Um, and if, you know, I get too excited about one project and spend, (laughs) you know, most of my day on it, it, it takes away from other things. So it's really, um, about balancing the time and sort of realizing when something can be done and, you know, handed in and is still in great quality, um, without, you know, going over it a million more times.
0: I love the quotes Everything in moderation, even moderation, mm-hmm. so Danny, what is your biggest strength
1: that i'm very organized um, I think as an entrepreneur and as somebody who is working on a variety of different things at any given time. I think, you know, having, knowing where everything is, both like electronically and physically, having my files organized, my electronic files organized, my email sorted. Um, I think that really helps, um, you know, just even having folders for all of my projects within my email. So I know exactly, you know, if I need to refer to something where it is, I think that's one of the biggest strengths I have. And I think it it really has helped me a lot as an entrepreneur.
0: So you do have a lot of things going on right now that you are fired up about. But if you were to just say the one thing that has you most fired up today, what would it be and why?
1: Well, I have a new project that I'm working on. Unfortunately, I can't say that much about it just yet. Well,
0: would this help, actually, if you know that this is not going live until February 18th?
1: No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I tried, actually, I tried it's fire a nation
1: project and it's, it's in the early stages, but I think that's one of the exciting things about it. And, um, one of the exciting things for entrepreneurs sometimes is, is the beginning. I love the beginning of a new project, um, or a new business venture or anything because it's, it's just so, there's so much possibility at that point. Um, and you know, you're playing around with ideas and you're not sure exactly where things are going to go, but it's you like know, Christmas it's going to be something exciting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: So Fire Nation, don't go anywhere because we're about to crush the lightning round. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. It can be scary to put yourself out there. And as entrepreneurs, it's a fear we're forced to overcome if we want to make an impact. Gaining authority, credibility, trust and likability, they're all critical components. And a big part of gaining all these things depends on our ability to connect with our audience through writing, whether this is by email, on your blog, and even through social media. That's why I love Grammarly. Grammarly is like a second pair of eyes helping you make sure you're always putting your best foot forward. Grammarly checks for grammar, spelling, punctuation. It even offers suggestions on sentence structure, style, clarity, and word choice. Download Grammarly today for free. Visit Grammarly.com slash fire. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash fire. I remember the first dollar I made online. When I got that email, it literally made my heart sing. Suddenly, being a successful entrepreneur wasn't just a possibility. I knew it would become a reality. Of course, in order to sustain a successful business, I could actually continue to grow. I needed to make more than just $1. In fact, it was my goal to make millions. It's a beautiful thing when your customers want to pay, but a lot of payment partners don't make that easy. With Braintree, it's different. Braintree lets you accept all four. Forms of payments, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. Now you can take them all in over 130 currencies. And as your company grows, Braintree will stay by your side from your first dollar to your billionth. All it takes is a couple lines of code to get started in a simple integration. To learn more, visit BraintreePayments.com fire. That's BraintreePayments.com fire. Danny, are you prepared for the lightning round? I am. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Financial. Financial situation took me a while to save up all the money I needed to really start and strike out on my own.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Focus on the good. Look for the good in everything.
0: What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: Staying organized.
0: Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation.
1: I'm really loving Unsplash, um, and it's photos that you can use anywhere. Um, there's, they have the most beautiful photos, and they're free, and you can use them.
0: Cool. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners to join, stay positive on our bookshelves, of course. What would it be, and why? I would
1: say... Happier by Dan Harris. I just finished that book. Um, Very inspiring. Um, Lots of words of wisdom. And he comes from a very similar place that I come from in terms of The default sort of being negative and having a hard time wrapping his head around all this mindfulness stuff. Um, But he explains things really well. And he has a lot of really interesting stories because he has a really cool career.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Danny is stay positive in Audible.
1: No, it is not. But that's sad. It needs to be. (laughs) (laughs) At least
0: you admitted that it's sad.
1: It is. Audible is awesome. I love Audible.
0: (laughs) To a bunch of podcast listeners, that is sad. But you know what? I'm sure we'll read just, you know, for you because you are special. And Danny, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's also a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world. Identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: To be honest, I think I would start a website just like Positively Present, um, because I think no matter where you are, what situation you're in, um, focusing on staying positive and staying in the moment is the best way to handle it. even if you're waking up in a completely new world. Um, And also, I've made so many great connections online through Positively Present and through social media. So as a more introverted person, I feel like that would be a great way to start making new friends and meeting new people if I were to wake up in a completely new world.
0: Danny, let's end today on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: I would definitely recommend staying positive and staying present. Um, you've probably heard those words before, but really take them to heart and try the best you can. Um, and if you're interested in getting in touch with me, you can visit me on PositivelyPresent.com.
0: Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with DD and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Danny D-A-N-I, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up, and of course, everything that we've been talking about today will be on the show notes page. You can visit her directly at PositivelyPresent.com. And Danny, I just want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit EOFire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you want some behind-the-scenes intel on how I'm taking EO Fire from a seven to an eight-figure-a-year business all from my living room, Text EO Fire to three three four 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 and ignite.